Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It's the 9th of the 8th, 2022. That's the month of August. And this is the COB, the stuff you need to know about business and markets and plenty more besides. I'm here with Kyle. Kyle Rudder, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. The, the market was a little listless today, but I'm not. I'm excited. And I think investors are too. Maybe a little bit anxious, but uh, a lot of event risk coming up. Um, we didn't see a great deal of movement on the market overall, but still plenty going on. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I mean, when you've got the big banks and the big miners working against this market, yet we still did see a two-month high today, briefly, however, and still did end in positive territory. I'm going to take it. I'm going to put my little optimist hat on and say it was nice to see some green on screen. Yep. Um, look, the S&P ASX 200 was up by roughly a tenth of a percent, but sitting above that 7,000 level. And, you know, in terms of sectors, we saw the technology sector mm-hmm. lifting. Yep. Um, we did see tech in the U.S. do not too poorly and um, moody. What have we been calling it all day? Uh, I think mixed it was moody. mixed and moody. Yeah, <laughs> Mixed and exactly. moody session on Wall Street. And uh, Megaport did its part. It did. It's a, I mean, I'm <laughs> the last person you should be asking about Megaport fundamentals, but every day I sit here and talk about the most followed companies on the Ozpiss platform and you always wait to see where Megaport's tra- trading because it's been awfully volatile and for the most part in a bit of a bear market. But the result that was uh, handed down from mm-hmm. the company today was, well, I guess welcomed. Yeah, revenue was up by about 40%. Loss narrowed. It's just it's just an example, I suppose, of even in a very beaten down sector of the market, uh, if you can pull through a result, you're going to be duly rewarded. If you can't, uh, you know, the opposite will happen. But yes. today, I, you know, the, the reports that came through overall were pretty positive. I mean, REA Group had a good day today. Yep. It was up by about 7% by the end of the session. I think that's what drove domain shares higher. Yeah, that makes um, sense. You know, in terms of percentage terms, it was actually the the leader today on the 200. Mm. So, yeah, interesting times. I get a bit of a disappointment coming through from Charter Hall, Long Whale, Reit. I didn't have a lot of time to read into the detail of that report, so I'm not going to put you on the spot either. Um, But I thought that the NAB quarterly update was interesting interesting insofar as some of the commentary coming through. You too? Well, yeah. I mean, first and foremost, the stock was down, what, three, three and a half percent by the end of the day. But, I mean, Ross McEwen was fairly sanguine on the outlook for the Australian economy for the most part. And um, the Australian consumer. And the Australian consumer as well. You know, it's, just, it's the same line I think we keep hearing, which is strong balance sheets, resilient labour market. Things are going to get a little bit tighter going forward, but they're not going to fall off a cliff. And I think that's... Well, I mean, obviously, and I'll let you do the plug in a second, we're going to get the CBA results uh, tomorrow and obviously the commentary uh, from um, from management there. But we're going to be looking for perhaps some kind of affirmation of that in um, the CBA's results as well, that, you know, things aren't, again, going to fall off this, this horrible cliff. Yeah, I suppose, you know, all the positive commentary about um, mortgage holders being ahead on their payments 70% yeah. and saying that uh, its customers look well-placed to be able to deal with rising inflation – 
Look, the the upside from rising interest rates certainly wasn't coming through in a meaningful way. Net interest margins tightened, and uh, cost costs were flagged. Four percent, I think it was. Yeah, and and so that's going to be a real focus on the market continually. <laughs> so we talk about it at nauseum um, sometimes. I like talking about it, but anyway, yeah. it's just that you know this cost this cost and the ability to pass on those rising costs to consumers. And so, yeah, ahead of its result tomorrow, CBA was down by 1.7%. That's yeah. not a great performance from the nation's biggest bank. So, yeah, no. that interest margins, costs, yeah. um, what they're seeing at the coalface in terms of borrowers and the Aussie economy. So, so that's what we'll be looking for. It will be. And it's a, just as a bit of a, an aside, so it's a great chart going around um, on Twitter, which I probably should chuck up on the show if I find it again, just what looking at kind of the more long-term trend in the fall in bank margins where everyone's getting caught up in this, oh, it's a rising interest rate cycle. It uh, ought to be, um, we should see a sort of net interest margins expand, but there's more to the picture than just low interest rates. So um, it's going to be yeah, fascinating what we get out of uh, CBA tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we will be speaking with Matt Common, Yay. the CEO, at about 2.55 live. He's going to be sitting down with David Kosh, Koshy, yeah. uh, to talk through all of that. And um, yeah, looking forward to it. But really, you know, I'm really getting into reporting season, as you know. And we had a good chat with David. You had a good chat with David Lane. I did have a great Manette. chat with David Lane. I always, always have a great chat with David Lane. But he gave us a nice little primer on what he's looking out for. And in fact, CPA was one of those names that he was suggesting that you know, it's, I guess it's kind of a sentiment story that maybe the pessimism has been a little bit over-egged a bit and there's the opportunity for upside. But he also talks about perhaps some areas of the market which, you know, could be you know in for maybe a rude shock from their earnings. So, dogs and darlings, I think we called it today. Okay, good. I like it. Yeah. Um, so, also, he comments on REA Group for yeah. those of you out there who are wondering what the future holds because I read a bit of analysis on the REA uh, Group uh, result, one of which was from... Um, Elise Kennedy over at Jarden, a friend of the channel, yeah. and uh, she said that it was a pretty optimistic outlook being painted by the company. Obviously, there's big macro risks, but she's pretty positive she's still overweight with a $133 price target on REA. Mm. You can listen to um, some analysis yeah, on our website. So we obviously can't put all the links to um, all the great interviews we do each day in the show notes. It's just but too many. Yeah, well, tune in or if you don't have the time to watch all day, every day, you can catch up at night and we have an interview with Owen Wilson uh, who yeah. is the CEO of REA Group, and um, mea culpa, I did make him laugh. Perhaps did I wish really? that question didn't come out of my mouth in the exact way that it did, but <laughs> I got a belly laugh. <laughs> I'll have to go watch REA that. I, I actually that. think he was laughing at me, but it's okay. Weird, my skin's right. thick. No, a okay. couple other interviews that you can listen to via the show notes. Luke Larative, another friend of the channel mm-hmm. and one of our faves from Seneca Financial Services. You did a lot of these interviews today, I got to say. Day. I had a busy day. <laughs> it was a good day. I had a busy day. Galileo Mining. I've spoken with the CEO of Galileo a couple Times, so I'll be listening into that to see what Luke has to say. Very volatile. Um, look, look, plenty of people say huge prospects, but still, you know, in the exploratory phase, yep. I'm gonna get too, uh, too um, excited about that one. And also, one stock that the guys at AL Capital are very happy to buy now. Right. Uh, so that's available via the show notes as well. Um, Totally screwed up the segue that we could have done f- to our stock of the day, which was NAB. Oh. Um, we spoke with Mark Moreland from Team Invest and also Carl Capulingua from Think Markets about NAB. Here's what they had to say. If you look at history, they just they, ha- they just haven't performed. Mm. And the other thing they've got is massive uh, political risk. You know, because if they start bumping up interest rates, you know, they, they'll be, it'll, 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 the market will start screaming, 
and you know they're limited really of what they can do because they and who wants to move first but of the banks if you do want to invest in banks cba has been by far the best performer over time nab's been the worst and anz and westpac are in the middle so i wouldn't buy i wouldn't touch uh, nab so i don't think they're you want to rush out and buy these things here. I think often they trade in ranges. Um, so again, look at the chart and, and have a look at the range on National Australia Bank. You know, it tends to bounce off that sort of 26, 27, and that tends to get sold pretty hard off the sort of um, 32, 33. Uh, if I had to pick one, that's really tough. Maybe Westpac seems to be the least overvalued and it seems to have the best dividend yield if that's what you're looking for with probably if I squint the best growth outlook. So uh, I'm going to go um, hold on NAB on the basis that the chart is still moving towards the top of the range, but really be attentive for what happens when you get there. So that was the stock of the day. You can listen to that analysis in full if you like um, via the website ausbiz.com.au if you're not watching it. I don't know why what are you you're doing not. with your life. <laughs> uh, look, a computer share has reported after the bell. I think it's worthwhile pointing at right. that. Full year net profit at $227.7 million. So that is up by 20.5%. Full year revenue up by 12.3 to $2.57 billion. It says that it's got a pretty confident outlook and it's expecting earnings per share to increase by around 55% in FY23. So computer share benefits when interest rates rise. So that's a pretty positive update. I'll be interested to see how those shares react when trade gets underway tomorrow. Mm. And that's my reminder to make sure that we uh, get our coverage all lined up for the morning. Um, Iron ore futures retreated. So that's not great for the market overall. That's why we saw those big miners yeah, down. Um, but, you know, when we're talking about what, what NAB's CEO, Ross McEwen, is saying about the Aussie consumer and, and businesses out there, it, it, we got a read on business confidence today coming from, from NAB. What did you make of it, Kyle? Well, I mean, I guess there was two two sentiment surveys today. We had, you know, um, which is somewhat unusual. I don't, they don't normally stack side by side, but we had the, the Westpac Consumer Sentiment Survey and then we had the NAB Business Confidence Survey. Um, consumers are feeling even worse than they were. I think it fell to a 10-month ten, ten low, down 3%. Yeah, that's not good. Um, that's not a new story, though. Interest rate rises, cost of living pressures, mm-hmm. people feeling quite quite pessimistic about the future. Um, but the, the, the NAB Business Confidence, Confidence Survey showed a real resilience again. And in I fact, thought it, it was surprisingly up. strong. It was surprisingly strong. And it, and it showed um, both in confidence in business conditions a lift and, and quite a substantial lift. And I think the takeaway for me too was the employment index. It was up again as well. So you, not only do you have businesses feeling reasonably confident about the trading and environment and profitability, but they're still looking to hire. So you sort of match that against the consumer sentiment outlook. And, and to be fair, in that consumer sentiment survey, um, the results as it related to labor market conditions were reasonably positive. Um, but, you know, it kind of points to the fact that hopefully if we're, we're fortunate, we can kind of walk that narrow path to sort of um, policy, well, quote unquote, normalization as it, as it tightens. We might avoid the worst of, of some sort of slowdown just by virtue that you know, businesses are hiring. They're still feeling pretty good, even if, you know, consumers aren't feeling great. Okay. Well, yeah, uh, the consumer is such a fascinating aspect of the whole macro picture, not just here, but in the United States as well. Uh, In the US tonight, speaking of, we get the NFIB Business Optimism Index. We've got another economic optimism index coming out as well with labor costs and non-farm productivity. 
on the agenda. So it's all leading into the big risk event of the week, which is the inflation report comes through on Wednesday in the U.S. So I had a good chat with Chris Weston from Pepperstone. Mm -hmm. You know him. And he said, anything 8.8, 8 8.9 and above, you will see 100 basis points being priced into markets yeah. immediately. He said anything under 8.5%, and that will be a real surprise as well. And so you would see a lot of pressure coming through on the U.S. dollar. So th- it it's really has the prospect to be a, a flashpoint for markets this yeah. week, and okay. for, for good reason. Yeah, obvious reasons as well. Um, and I think it is. It's like after that non-farm payrolls print, we had, mm-hmm. I think it's 60% chance priced in of a, a 75 basis point hike from the Fed in September, um, and that sort of shifted from, you know, everyone's kind of settling that, you know, we go 15 September only a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, it's going to be huge. It has been huge. Every every CPI release out of the States for the last few months has been huge, mostly because it would seem, and, you know, far be it from me to say because I've got none of the talent to be able to do it myself, but forecasting for economists seems to be like mm-hmm. throwing darts at a dartboard. Um, no one's been able to really get down what, uh, what inflation's been doing month on month. Yeah, I think... Um I think it's uh, every data point is is hugely important at this stage as we continue to mull recession, whether it's a short, sharp recession, whether it's a deep recession, long, prolonged and shallow. Who knows? I, I, I've yet to have you know a consensus reached in my conversations. Don't no, know about you, but, but there you I go. look at the U.S. yield curve and it's down to negative 45 basis points, which is the slowest it's been in 23 years. So okay. there's a point of trivia for you all. Uh, shares ended higher today. Gold, tech stocks looking good. The financials, as I mentioned, really did uh, drag NAB in particular after flagging those higher costs. So uh, we will continue to stay on the lookout for reports coming through tomorrow morning, not just yep. you know, also in the U.S. Don't forget we're still in the quarterly reporting season there. And uh, looking forward to CBA. That always drops if I remember correctly, yeah, like bef- way before yeah. um, announcements usually hit the ASX at 8.30. So, look, you and I better get some sleep tonight. Oh, Have we'll a good one. Thank you. You too. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 